0: You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? I have no idea what day it is. This has been one of the weirder weeks, I feel. Locked On Wolverines podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. I am your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines, Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. Although I will not be on the ground uh, with the uh, with the spring trip. Uh, that is not happening, as I said yesterday. We are sticking around here, um, after all, which means we'll be able to get into some more of the draft stuff on Friday and all of that stuff. We're going to do a little bit of draft prep, I guess, today. Um, but I do obviously want to kind of circle back, especially if you're a YouTube watcher, cause I forgot to upload the, uh, to finish uploading the, uh, yesterday's episode, which happens every now and again, when I forget to hit publish, I just, you know, you, you get all the way through it and you forget to do that last step. And sometimes it doesn't, uh, doesn't go through. Um, and, uh, so yeah, for, for those who are kind of just like, Hey, I, you know, Brady Prescoring is yesterday's news and. You know, depending on what time that you, uh, you t- signed off, maybe you did or you didn't know about Jared Smith uh, committing to Michigan. Uh, I think that that's where we, we're going to play around a little bit um, with the 24-7 sports class calculator and kind of do like a best guess type thing. Michigan has 14 commits right now. They're the number one team in the country when it comes to 2024 recruiting, which is shocking and amazing. Uh, I mean, granted it's it's like I said earlier, it's not how uh, I said this on Wolverine's Wire, It's not how you start it's how you finish, but Michigan's tended to not start great in recruiting, which is why it, it even when they have a great class, it finishes at like tenth, right? It's a little bit different when you're in this situation where Michigan is just i, I mean it, it doesn't get much better than what Michigan's doing. The only thing that would be better is getting more five stars. And we'll see, right? there, According to the 24-7 Sports, uh, I know Steve Lorenz really kind of curates this football prospects. They're in it for three guys, Dylan Stewart, Justin Scott, Elijah Rushing. I, I know that people don't think that they will get any of the above. I would bet you that they're going to get one, especially because I think that the season's going to be really, really good, uh, again, given everything we've talked about for a very long time. So right now, Michigan is number one in the country with a, a team score of two thirty four seventy seven. So let's go ahead and add some guys to this. Let, let's let's go ahead and add, add people that we think that Michigan's going to get. Uh, right now, Jeremiah Beasley is starting to get. Uh, even though he was long seen as a Michigan State lean, he is now looking like he's probably going to end up at Michigan. So we're going to add him. I'm going to keep with Taylor Tatum. I know that they just expanded the board by offering that running back out of uh, Bishop Gorman. Uh, I, I still think that uh, in the end, Taylor Tatum is going to end up in the class. Aaron Childs is an obvious one that we have already discussed, uh, the linebacker from Good Counsel. Uh, so and I'm, I think we're going to try to make this about a 25-person class. I think that's probably about accurate. So that puts us at 17. Uh Everyone's expecting uh, Jake, uh, how do you say his name, Uh, Guarnera to uh, commit on Friday. He's uh, the the center. Uh, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to add one more offensive lineman to this uh, because I think that Max Anderson could be that guy. Or, you know, actually, it could be, what's his name? He visited... Uh, I have to, I have to go and look at my Twitter real quick here in order to remember exactly, uh, who I'm talking about here. Uh, Bennett Warren could be Bennett Warren, right? Uh, the, he certainly, uh, could be that guy. I'm going to go with Max Anderson. I think let's just double check because sometimes that, you know, I'm, I'm not staying, I'm getting more into recruiting than I'd been recently, but I'm still not like, Super insane about it. Um, We're getting there. We will be there by uh, next month for sure. Uh, Yeah, so Max Anderson still projected to end up at Michigan uh, for the 24-7 sports composite. I'm going to stay with him. The reason why I mentioned uh, Bennett Warren is because he quote tweeted, Michael Fasusi got an offer from Michigan, and he he quote tweeted it like, whoa. Um, So Michigan got Jared Smith. I'm going to go ahead and add Jacob Smith to the class. Because I think that uh, you get one twin, you're probably going to get the other. I don't. I can't imagine they're going to split up. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's where they're at. So, now I've got six here. So, now we're at 20. Uh, so, I need five more guys. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and add uh, Aaron Scott. Because I think that they're going to get one of those two corners out of Ohio. I don't think they're going to get both. Bryce West feels like a long shot at this point. Um, so I'm going to add Aaron Scott. Uh, I think that he would be the, the one to go with. Uh, now the one thing is, is I feel like you, there, there's a couple of guys that they, cause we need to add some receivers. I wouldn't be averse to adding another, uh, cornerback to that. Right. Because if they, if they get Aaron Scott, I mean, I still feel like they need another corner. Now, they just offered one out of Texas, but he's got an insane offer list, and Michigan's coming in a little late. Uh, so, um, let's. But before we get to to, to more corners, uh, I want to add a couple more guys. I know that Brian Robinson seems like he's kind of uh, ed- maybe edging away, <laughs> the edge player, uh, maybe looking at, uh, at Kentucky. I'm still going to add him in this class. I'm going to add Gatlin Bear, the wide receiver, out of – idaho i think that they're gonna get him and i'm i think that the other one as much as like there's all these other guys i i I don't know that they're gonna be i don't know who who they'll necessarily get but i'm gonna go with the tried and true and marion stewart the three-star wide receiver i feel like he he feels like he's a good good little chance of ending up in the class uh so we're gonna add him so let's let's just kind of take a look at the board here again. See who else they've already got a couple linebackers. I would love for them to add another big time linebacker. As far as the other corner, I'm going to go with an athlete. Michigan is has kind of been uh, linked to somewhat here, and I'm going to add athlete Boo Carter out of Tennessee. Uh, he I, he, I feel like would be the uh, a really good one, and then. For our other wide receiver. And so this will put us at 25. I'm gonna go with Channing Goodwin, and I'm actually gonna add a sixth, a 26. Then we're gonna go with Jordan Ship. I think that they're gonna end up getting both guys out of Providence Day. So that's three or four receivers ultimately. Um, and uh then they got another linebacker in Jeremiah Beasley. They got another running back in Taylor uh Tatum, Aaron Childs is another linebacker, so that's feeling a lot better uh Jake Guarnera the center Max Anderson uh, another offensive tackle so just really loading up there uh, another edge rusher in Jacob Smith I would like to see them get a Dylan Stewart and even though I said I think they'll probably get one of the others we're just not going to include them here you know what, you know what we will what we're going to do is we're going to delete a Marion Stewart even though I feel like he's going to end up possibly in this class and we're just going to add Dylan Stewart just for the sake of our exercise here so Dylan Stewart I don't know if they'll get him or not, but I mean, they, they've gotten them on campus and it's the, this has just been the opposite year, right? This has been the opposite type of year where generally it, it feels like they're getting the early momentum and it, and normally when you have an early momentum with a five star for Michigan, that hasn't worked out well. Generally, it's been when they've gotten the late momentum. It's been like Rashawn Gary wasn't really talked about as much over the summer as he was during the season, right? That type of thing. Unless they commit early, like J.J. McCarthy, Dax Hill. That was a later addition. He visited in week three and committed that weekend. Decommitted right before signing day, recommitted. They tend to do better when, with the guys later. So if they're going to add one of those guys, it's going to be later. So that is 26 guys, I believe. We're going to tell you where that calculates here in just a moment. Actually, it's 27 commits. I'm fine with that. We're going to tell you how that would look compared to some other classes that Michigan's had here in just a moment. Looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories and you need the best tasting protein bar ever built. You have got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices, but don't want to compromise taste. I've got just a thing for you. Built bars and built puffs built bars are healthy and they taste amazing. Seriously. They taste so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. You've got to try it. I, whenever I have one, I can't have just one. I have to have two because I'm a glutton. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they're healthy—only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait for a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. While you can still get your specialty flavors at Built.com. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a box, a four-bar box, rather, of cookies and cream uh, or the uh, double chocolate bar or coconut puff. And if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hip flavors, brownie, batter puff, and chow puff. You can thank me later. All right. Continuing back with our... Fake recruiting class, our best guess recruiting class. Um, I, that would be a heck of a haul, I believe. You know, if if Michigan's able to get that, um, that would be four linebackers total. Jeremiah Beasley, uh, along with uh Aaron, uh, Aaron Childs. Did I say? Did I say that right? <laughs> I'm always second guessing names. I'm just not great at the names. Aaron Childs, yes. Uh, and then uh, adding um. That adds to uh, Mason Curtis as well as uh, Zach Ludwig in the class. Um, I didn't end up adding Imarian Stewart, even though I, I had him on there briefly. Uh, I'm keeping re- re- the rest of the class pretty much the same. Uh, I added Jordan Ship. I mean, it really could be either. Actually, according to the composite, uh, Jordan Ship's a four-star but lower than Imarian Stewart. I mean, it could go either way. You know what? maybe let's 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 stick with what we were gonna do. I wasn't gonna have Jordan ship. we're gonna we're gonna delete him, and we're gonna go back with the Marion Stewart because I want this to look really good. That's kind of what our our point is here. And it just feels like they've had a lot of uh, a lot of success with them. So it actually drops the score a little bit just because one's the composite one's twenty four seven sports proprietary rankings and what have you. So that puts Michigan with 27 commits at a 298.09. Certainly that's not in the realm of, you know, top ever team or anything like that. Um, But let's look at some past years and see where that would place them. Because everyone always asks, would Michigan end up with the top, you know, could they end up with the top class overall? That's where they're standing right now. I don't think so. I think that, I mean, you might see more parity when it comes to five stars and such, but teams like Georgia, Alabama, they'll end up, I mean, Alabama already has three five stars. Georgia has two. Ohio State has two. So those teams are going to rise up. So I said 298 uh, and some change uh, last year. That would have put them at number four. Alabama had nine five stars in the class. See, that's how things can get out of hand. Nine. Uh, they ended up with a score of uh three twenty-seven sixty-five. Georgia was behind them with 26 commits with five four stars at 315. Then it was Texas at 306 with a four four stars. Oklahoma had three four stars. It was a 298. So Michigan would have been number four last year. 2022, uh, and of course, 24 uh, 7 sports uh, team rankings doesn't want to work all of a sudden. Let's see if we can go to 2021 since 2022 does not want to load. All right, 2021 uh Michigan would be number three behind Alabama and Ohio State. Again, Alabama and Ohio State had seven four stars sorry five stars each. try 2022 again now that we're on a different screen. Nope, it just doesn't want to work. uh so 2020 Michigan would have been fifth just behind just a th- smidge behind LSU. we had a 298 62 uh, so you swap in Jordan ship and for Marion Stewart suddenly that goes up uh. 2019 uh, Michigan would have actually been third behind Georgia and Alabama in order to get to one of those top teams, you have to have a lot more, right? You just have to have more. Now I want to compare it briefly to where Michigan was ranked pretty high fifth in 2017. Uh, they, uh, they had 30 commits, however, but two, five stars, 19, four stars and eight, three stars It's 30 commits. So, I mean, they could get up there, but 296 is where they were. They would actually have been ahead of USC, who was ahead of them, which uh, was at a 297. So, they would have been fourth in 2017. 2016 was also a top five type class. Uh, I'm sure, I know it changed because some guys dropped out. They ended up being number eight overall, 280, but they would have been fourth, supplanting Ohio State, and actually third, they would have supplanted, actually, they would have been second. Sorry, I can't read. Uh, They would have been second behind Alabama in 2016. So being a top two in the somewhat modern recruiting rankings, it is a possibility. It's just going to be a matter of retaining the guys you have, or if you end up losing anybody, swapping forward, right? If you end up dropping someone, you hope it's more from the bottom of the class. Uh, You can also have guys get re-ranked. You know, Jaden Davis has been slightly dropping. Is he a four star by the time that everything is said and done? It kind of seems like it's trending that way. Um, But could someone like Manuel Beagle, could he move up? I mean, he's got a Penn State and a Georgia offer. Things are just moving forward. So um, I think it's a fun little exercise to kind of see where Michigan could be. And I I love the class calculator. It's, It's always been a fun thing to play with. Uh, but uh, that would be kind of my best guess as of right now as to who I think will end up in the class that will change wildly. Michigan almost always gets guys late that you didn't expect. Um, and certainly there could be guys that that depart that you wouldn't expect, whether they are somewhat pushed out because they just didn't uh, live up to their their high school, or their junior season, uh, or they got another offer that just hit more close to home, something like that. There's a lot of different reasons why things could change, but I, I think that that is a good place to start. Things change on a dime, right? Like, you know, some guy could commit out of nowhere. Jordan Marshall did so. Uh, certainly, you know, a guy could go somewhere that you didn't expect. Does Taylor Tatum decide that, you know, hey, I, I'm a Texas guy. I want to play for Texas. I don't think that's necessarily what will happen, but maybe that is what happens and Michigan ends up getting the kid from Bishop Gorman or gets someone else that you aren't even anticipating. That's the fun of it all. Um, recruiting is fun. You just got to keep it with, uh, take it with a grain of salt because you don't know what's going to happen, right? You don't know what's going to happen both during the cycle. And you can sit there and say, man, this class is really good. Michigan's going to be great forever. 2017. How did that work out for Michigan in 2017? It didn't really work out as well as the ranking set. How did it work out for them after 2018 when everyone was saying, oh, awful, awful, awful. Well, almost all of those guys panned out. So that's kind of the fun of it. Take it take it for what it's worth all right let's uh let's talk a little bit about the draft i want to run through uh, kind of where i think all of the different guys of the draft starts uh, tomorrow night uh i will uh, be watching uh night one who knows if there will be a first round draft pick for michigan could be one could be two could be zero but let's get to that here in a moment i'll tell you one thing about this is i've got wood floors throughout, eucalyptus floors actually even, which is, I, I'm not gonna lie, this place is fancy. <laughs> this place I moved to, the the person who bought it, they bought this house for next to nothing uh, during the pandemic and completely overhauled it into their image and then decided, even though they she designed it as her forever home, she's like, I don't know why, but I'm gonna move out. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm gonna sell it. And she made it like everything that she wanted it to be. So it, it's it's beautiful. Um, but uh, the, the reason I'm wrenching the eucalyptus floors is because before I was on carpet in the in the basement studio in Ann Arbor um, or even uh, at the, the previous location, the basement uh, here, uh, I'm just like rolling back and forth on the wood floors. It's a little too much fun. Um, all right, let's get to the draft. So uh, I want to discuss where I think like kind of the window for every Michigan uh, player is in the draft uh so let's uh let's get to that real quick I mean, we've got about 10 minutes that we can spend on that so we'll do that while Zuri goes nuts in the other room um so i uh, obviously the two top of line guys are um mozzie smith and dj turner i think dj Turner well both of them i think are ceiling of first round probably late first round for both and floor I will say for DJ, I don't think he's going to go lower. Well, I'm going to say the third for both because as much as I want to say that DJ wouldn't go lower than the second, it's one of those things where, you know, you just don't know how things are going to play out. So I think that they are both first to third rounders. But they would both, I think, will both have their names called in day one or two. But there's no one else that is going to supersede and be a surprise pick in the first round, I would imagine. Uh, for these Michigan Wolverines, I'm just going to kind of say names instead of thinking about the uh, instead of thinking about where they might go because I think that's just easier for me to do. Uh, Ronnie Bell, I've seen him picked as a, I've seen him picked in every seven round mock, but I've seen him go as Mister Irrelevant. I, I think he could be a, a, as high as a fifth rounder. I don't think that'll happen, so I'm going to go as but I'm going to say he's probably a sixth through undrafted, it would suck if he is undrafted, and I can't imagine that'll happen. We'll say fifth, I could see someone saying like, that he's worth taking with a fifth rounder, or fifth round pick. So Ronnie Bell, I'll say fifth to undrafted. Olu, Olu Timmy, who I've seen unincluded in some seven round mocks, I think that is very short-sighted. And even though some say, oh, that's, that's just the, the feedback we're maybe getting, I, I doubt it that a Remington Trophy winner that has the type of power that he has. And when you look at what he lifted and all of that stuff, I understand maybe his arms aren't as long as you want for a center. I I think that he could go, I think he could be a surprise. He could be a guy that could go as high as third. I doubt it. I think that I see him more as a fourth or a fifth rounder. I don't think he's going to go all the way down to the seventh, but I've been surprised before. Sticking with the offensive line, Ryan Hayes. I haven't seen him mentioned a heck of a lot, which still surprises me because he just seems like he's got everything you want. Uh, from a left tackle, I think he's going to have a nice career in the NFL. Uh, I'm going to say that he could be a he'll be a fifth or fifth to seventh rounder. With I'm going to guess he's probably more of a sixth rounder. Uh, Jamon Green, I really like Jamon Green. I think he should get a chance. He's probably not going to. So I'm going to say he's a seventh rounder to an undrafted, um, which is unfortunate. I think that he'll have a good shot of being that DeMonte Thomas type guy who goes undrafted, then makes a roster. Michigan's going to have guys like that, right? Speaking of, because it made me think of Sean McCune, who is still a Dallas Cowboy, despite being undrafted. Let's go with Luke Schoonmaker, who I think is, could surprise people and be a third round pick. And I think I've even seen something with, I know what I was going to say. I've seen something with him higher, but it was uh, colleague here at Locked On, Ross Jackson, who does Locked On Saints, he did his, like, this is my team. These are the guys that I want to be a Saints. Luke Schoonmaker and Mozzie Smith were on that list. Ben Van Sumerum was as well, so that's not going to make everybody happy. But um, Luke Schoonmaker, I think, it'd be a surprise. He could go as high as third, and I think he, the lowest he would go is fifth. Jake Moody. People think are saying Jake Moody could go a lot higher than people think, and they say fifth round. I'm going to go ahead and say fourth. I think that he's going to end up being like, because every now and again, you see a guy that that's, uh, that's a kicker or a punter and go really high. I think that he could go as high as the fourth round. I think he will go in the fourth round. Um, so still not a day two pick, of course. I I think that would be foolish. Uh, but I mean, it's a guy that can go to the NFL and play for 20 years. You know, we've seen what happens when teams don't have kickers. College and pro, so I'm gonna stay with Jake Moody up around the fourth, fifth wouldn't surprise me. I don't think he's gonna go below that, but you never know. I mean, Cam Cheeseman went in the sixth round, right? Something like that. Is a long snapper. So um, yeah, that's that's where I have him uh, have him going. All right, who are we missing? We've got both the corners, we got the kicker, we got the tight end, we got Mozzie Smith, we got Luke Schoonmaker in there, we got both the offensive linemen. Is that it? Did did we hit everybody? I'm trying to remember here. There's an easy way for me to do this. <laughs> it's and I'm refusing to do it that way. Um if I if I just go into uh go into my audio notes, I could tell you. It's it's I think it's more fun to do it this way, though. to see Just try to see how well does my memory work. Um, I, I think that's everybody. But here, everything's moving kind of slow. Mike Morris. How did I forget about Mike Morris? And there's Joel Honigford as well and Brad Robbins. So those are the, th- the guys that I missed. Mike Morris doesn't seem like he's getting a lot of draft cred. So I'm going to say he could go anywhere from the third to the sixth. I have no idea where he's going to go. I have no idea. Third to sixth is where I have Mike Morris. I think that it seemed like he was going to be a second-round pick. And you would think the next great Michigan pass rusher, every Michigan pass rusher goes first to third. He still could be a third. I'm not seeing it based off of kind of the intel that's out there. Um, Brad Robbins. I think he'll be a six, like, no, he could be six round to undrafted. He's had some inconsistency here and there, and I think that that will unfortunately hurt him. At his peak, he is like that punter you go up and get. But he's had some moments that that make you wonder annoyingly. I love Brad. Brad, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I don't mean to say that. But uh, I'm just going to tell you the truth about it. Joel Honigford, I think, unfortunately, is probably seventh to undrafted. That's just unfortunately where I think he is, and that's it that's that's the board. So it'll be interesting to see what happens if uh if we see any of those guys go early and um it, it I think that that would be a nice little feather in Michigan's cap if they are able to, and I think it's surprising that that they're you know that there's so much wavering. Mozzie, I talked to Mozzie at the spring game, and he was just you know. He's like, man, I just like, uh, you know, that's, that's cool that they're putting me there. I hope that ends up being the case, but I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to hope, you know, I haven't talked to DJ. So, all right, that's going to do it for us today. We'll be back with the mailbag on Thursday. Get your questions in on Twitter. I've already put out the call for them. And then we'll, uh, we'll, you know, if if either of these guys get drafted on, uh, on Thursday, we'll talk about them on Friday. If not, we'll, we'll, find something else to talk about so thanks for watching thank you for listening we'll be back soon peace